Spring turkey season is upon us, and don't be caught out in the woods without having Onyx Hunt on your phone. One feature Onyx has that is often overlooked for turkey hunting is their recent imagery filter with their elite memberships. This imagery is updated week to week, and it comes in extremely handy, especially when you're trying to find these gobble zones where these turkeys will go out in a high spot on a fresh clear cut and strut around all day long. Actually, I was just looking at on Onyx where, where the timber company just came into Andrew's club and did a very small clear cut along this creek, and I can see the high spots on the topographical map, but also I can see exactly where they mulch, and those are going to be hot spots for finding gobblers, especially mid-morning after they get off their hens, getting up on these little high spots in this fresh, small clear cut along the creek and strutting and gobbling all day long. If you want to give Onyx a try, you can actually download it for free, try it for seven days, and if you decide to purchase, you can use the promo code SOUTHERN and save on your premium and elite memberships. So go into this turkey season, know where you stand with Onyx. Well, guys, we have some exciting news for you from Vortex about their brand new eyewear, their Banshee and Jackal sunglasses. Me and Andrew have had these for a few weeks now, right before the release, and we've been extremely impressed. They're awesome glasses, guys. And listen, if you're needing some new sunglasses, not only do they have the VIP warranty, but they're tough as crap, guys. Uh, Scratch-resistant eyewear, uh, it's extremely important. And also, they have safety features as well. So when you're out shooting at the range, again, these are rated glasses, so you are going to be more than protected when you're at the range. But they also look fantastic when you're out around town. So right now, Vortex has some special pricing on their website, which is vortexoptics.com for the new eyewear. But also, if you use the code SOUTHERN20, you get to save even more on this special pricing for right now at vortexoptics.com. Again, check out the new eyewear from vortexoptics.com and use the promo code SOUTHERN20 to save on their brand new eyewear. If you live in the Gulf Coast region, you need to find yourself at the EcoWild Expo May 10th through the 12th in Mobile. It is the premier outdoor expo for the Gulf Coast region, and we're going to be there. We're going to have a booth. We're super excited about it. Can't wait to meet you guys that live down there. We absolutely love the Gulf Coast region, so to be a part of this show, we're super excited about. We're going to have past podcast guests there at our booth for you to talk to, guys who are relevant for your area, who you can talk to, you can pick their brain, you can joke with them, laugh with them, tell them your story, whatever you want to do. It's going to be a awesome time. We're already working on some past podcast guests, but hey, if you live in this area and you have a suggestion for someone you want to see at that show, write in and we'll see if we can get them. There's going to be all kinds of exhibitors at the show that are focused on hunting, fishing, conservation, and recreation. There's going to be activities for the whole family there. They got axe throwing, archery. They're going to have our podcast booth. And then for the kids, they got touch tanks, a honeybee exhibition, a raptor show, kids fishing tank, BB gun range, and a butterfly house. So you're going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. It's going to be an awesome time. So head on over to ecowildexpo.com to get more information on the show and to go ahead and grab your tickets. And hey, mark it on your calendar, May 10th through the 12th. Be there. We want to see you and we're excited to talk to you. So we'll see you at the EcoWild Expo this May 10th through the 12th at the Mobile Convention Center in Mobile, Alabama. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everybody to the third episode of the Strut Report. This is Jacob Myers here and uh, I'm coming in from Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, I'm up here doing some business guys, but uh, it's going to be kind of Gonna be kind of tough missing opening day of uh, turkey season in Alabama. Getting recording this on March the 14th, and Alabama season opens the 15th, and it's kind of sad I'm gonna be able to miss it, but it is what it is, you know. But today, guys, in the short report, we're gonna have uh, five guys from five different states representing today. All getting from the southeast, we're gonna have Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi. So you're gonna be able to get a great bit of knowledge about all these states are about to be opening up uh, relatively soon uh, within the next day or so on some states uh, of how these birds are reacting and uh, what you can expect especially for opening day but again just also want to remind y'all about our giveaway we're doing with onyx um, last week we had our three uh, winners announced for the three premium memberships and this week we're actually doing an elite membership, which is a hundred dollar value, allows you to have access to all 50 states in the United States. Um, so, you know, that's another great opportunity for you to win. And how you can win that uh, is by going on to our Facebook or Instagram page uh, on Facebook. Go and like the post that we did about the giveaway and then just tag your friends or tag a friend uh, in the comment section below and then follow us on Facebook and then you'll be entered to win. And again, that's a great opportunity for you to be able to get started, uh, you know, turkey season and then also in the fall for deer season, be able to scout and be, you know, a lot more effective in the woods and especially if you're hunting, you know, both private and public parcels. But with that being said, let's get into these interviews. All right. And to start us off, guys, we have Matt Mormon from Georgia on the phone. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Buddy. How about you? I'm doing excellent now. All right, Matt. Now, what part of the state actually do you live, and where do you hunt in the state of Georgia? Well, I live in uh, central Georgia, uh, just east of Atlanta, out I-20. Um, and I hunt, I hunt the Piedmont region there in central Georgia, and I also hunt the uh, southern region of Georgia as well. Okay. All right. Perfect. Now, with that being said, have you been able to scout much this spring and uh, seen what the activity of the birds are in your location? Uh, certainly. Uh, running a lot of trail cameras. Um, got a lot of nice photos um, in South Georgia. Uh, before we had this big cool front move, push through this past week, uh, the turkeys were starting to gobble a little bit in the mornings off the roost and going back to roost in the evenings. Um, but Georgia's had some pretty harsh weather for this time of year. Uh, the highs have been right around 50 and the lows in the low 30s with uh, sustained heavy winds, and it's kind of got the turkeys um, awry right now. But uh, there's in uh, both parts of the state, they're still grouped up. Uh, groups we're seeing anywhere from five to six gobblers in a group, and you know, fifteen to twenty-five hens in a group. 
Okay, perfect. So yeah, definitely still early on, you know. Uh, but that, you know, that's good. That's really good. Now, with that being said, when does y'all's season actually come uh, or start up? The uh, the youth season starts this weekend, and uh, the actual turkey season starts on the twenty third next Saturday. Okay, perfect, perfect. Well, I know Alabama. Uh, we got about a bunch of listeners in the uh, southeast, and Alabama opens up tomorrow morning. So a lot of guys can be out there. I'm currently though in North Carolina, so that's not going to be happening for myself. But you know, you gotta you gotta uh, pick your battles. But um, again, so you already kind of talked about a little bit how the weather is affecting the birds. Has uh, the weather still been pretty cold down there lately, though? Or are y'all still coming uh, starting to warm up just a touch? Um, the end of February, it was abnormally warm. I mean, highs highs in the 80s, lows in the 60s at night. Uh, the turkeys were really starting to get going. And then, like I said, the past six or seven days, we've had this uh, late cold snap push through, and it's uh, it's really got them struggling. Um, this weekend's our youth opener in Georgia, and it's probably going to be a little slow. Um, they're not gobbling much. I actually went and scouted, and I checked some cameras this afternoon, and um, I'm hoping that by next Saturday, when our season comes in, we've got some warm weather, weather pushing in and should get them back going. All right, well, perfect. Now, have you noticed uh... – any certain food sources that these birds are really working right now, or are they kind of still, you know, kind of scattered up when it comes to the food sources? Um, here in central Georgia, they're they're really hitting our hay fields hard. We've got a, a couple of ag wheat fields that we planted back in the back in the fall, and then a couple of hay fields that are starting to bud up. And they're, I've been seeing them out there in the wheat fields, you know, picking the sprouts and bugging in the hay fields a little bit. Okay, awesome. Well, that's perfect. Again, that's a you know that's a really good uh, information drop right there for Georgia. And again, Matt, I appreciate you coming on, man. Look forward to maybe uh, touching base with you later on this season, seeing how your season goes. Okay. Certainly. Thank you. All right, guys. And next we have uh, Jamie Puckett from Mississippi on the line. How you doing, Jamie? I'm doing good. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, brother. All right. Well, are you excited about this uh, turkey season coming up this spring? I hear that, yeah. So I'm guessing y'all. So y'all season's gonna be opened up on the fifteenth. Is that correct? Yeah, our season opens. Our, our regular season opens tomorrow. Right, the youth season's up, been open for a week, but the regular season opens tomorrow. That's right. Well, I, I hear that. Alabama's the same way. Too bad. Uh, again, I'm from Alabama, but right now I'm in uh, North Carolina. But man, we got a lot of buddies right now, getting ready to head out in the morning. Uh, have roosted some birds uh, tonight, so uh, should be a great time in the morning. Hopefully, some guys can put some birds on the ground. But uh, with that being said, now, what part of the state actually are you from, and what part of the state do you hunt? I, I'm from central Mississippi. Uh, I live about 30 miles south of Jackson. Uh, I hunt I hunt the central area. I hunt Simpson, Smith, some of Rankin County. I hunt three counties mainly uh, in Mississippi. I also do a lot of hunting out of state. I normally go to Texas and uh, Nebraska every year as well. Man, the more people I hear talk about Nebraska, the more and more I want to go there. Last, last couple of people we've, oh yeah, last couple of people we've interviewed, uh, Cuz Strickland and Bob Walker themselves both said, uh, you know, Nebraska is a place to go. So I definitely need to check that out. Hopefully, maybe uh, if not later this season, be able to pull it off maybe for next year. But yeah, I'm trying to get old Bob to come hunting with me. He's a real good friend of mine. I talk to him quite regularly. He's a boy. He's a, boy, he's a turkey nut. Yeah. He's, well, Bob, Bob's the one talked me into going to Nebraska, man. It's, it's different, you know. It's, it's not an eastern, but it's, it's 
fun. Oh yeah, be fun chasing some Miriams up there. But uh, again, so you know where you're hunting and everything. What's some of the activity you're seeing uh, with any of the scouting you've done? You know, are the birds kind of flocked up, or they hinned up right now, or are they still kind of separated? Or what are you seeing right now? Well, you know, I can tell you right as we speak, I'm looking at two gobblers and two hens in a big field. <laughs> I just got off work and I run over here to check one of my spots. But they're not together. The gobblers are on one side and the two hens are on the other. Uh, Monday Monday morning, I actually checked the field before I went to work and there was five gobblers together. So I don't think they're separated, you know, uh, really good yet. But I think it's coming. You know, this, we had a cold snap this this last week down into the, the 30s here so I think it kind of messed them up a little bit but, but, it, but it's coming you know it's, it's, it's right around the corner okay well again with that I guess that cold snap one other thing I'd like to talk to you about is just like the weather in general how's it been affecting the birds lately I know we uh we just had snow here Monday uh up here in North Carolina I know we had a big cold front get pushed throughout the south have you seen that kind of turn some of the birds off uh at all yeah, I, I went one morning and heard three, you know, one morning that it was kind of warm, warm one morning, and I heard three gobbling on the roost, and I went back to another location that I, that I had some birds the, the next morning on Sunday morning and didn't hear nothing, but, uh, you know, but it, but it turned cold that night, so I, I, I think it affects them, you know, their activity zone, you know, I, 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 yeah, it definitely has here, we had a frost two mornings at my house, you know, this week, so. Well, I hear I hear that. Uh, I know up here, once we hit that snow, you know, me being from Alabama, we had about two weeks of almost 80-degree weather uh, for the last, I don't know, probably about three weeks or so. And, man, I came up here, and it, it, we got hit with some snow, and I'm, I was not ready for that at all. But uh, And I'm sure the turkeys are the same way. You know, they've been used to that, you know, 70-degree weather for 70-80-degree weather for almost, you know, two or three weeks and got hit with some cold weather. That, uh, that'll turn them off in a heartbeat. But, uh, yeah. Now, you say you're seeing some birds, you're watching some birds right now in the field. Uh, that's another topic I'd like to talk to you about is just, uh, you know, food sources. Are you seeing uh, the birds hitting, you know, certain food sources at all with any of your scouting? Well, the, right now, these birds right now, I'm looking now, are in a clover field. So, you know, I, I know, we, you know, I, they, they've been in the Chufa pretty good, too. You know, uh, back to the weather, you know, we got a lot of rain in Mississippi this year. I mean, you know, I'm just, most I've seen uh, in a long time. And, Everything has turned green in, in one of my favorite hunting spots in a swamp. And whenever it turns green, that, that, this place I, that I normally hunt don't turn green totally to about two or three weeks into the season, and it pushes the birds out because it gets thick. But now it, it's green early, so you know I, I think you see it a lot more in the, in the fields now and feeding in you know food plots and, and you know than, than normal. Uh, this with all this rain, this grass is green, the clover's up. You know the dogwoods are starting to bloom. You know. It's, I'm seeing a lot of field activity. You know, some of the other guys that I hunt with are, are seeing the same thing here. Well, that's good. I mean, that's one thing that we've heard kind of across the board. Those birds are kind of, you know, working their way out of some of those hardwood bottoms down and kind of starting to feed a little bit more in these uh, open grassy areas, whether on power lines, gas lines, or, you know, any kind of food plots that you have planted, uh, you know, feeding on both bugs themselves. And then also, you know, any kind of uh, vegetation they can get their hands on, or I should say, uh, get their beaks in. But, uh, well, with that all being said, you know, I know you wanted to talk to us just real quick about, you know, your group that you have going on and what y'all are doing with that. Uh, How about you tell us about that just a second? Yeah, I I run a Facebook page. uh, It's called Mississippi Turkey Hunters. Uh, Started out, I guess, six or seven years ago just as a small group. Now 
and uh, this year we last year we did a big uh, raffle and donations of some calls to uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, and uh, this year we we've had several raffles and we're raising some money for the Blair D. Batson Children's Hospital here in Mississippi. Uh, we're going we're going to make a donation to them, and also we've got several call makers, you know, from all over the country on the page, and uh, we've there's a group, the Wounded Warriors comes to a, a, a hunt down here in Kapaya County, Mississippi. Uh, starts March the 20th and goes to the 24th, I believe. Um, Wings and Warriors is what it's called. And we, 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 we just got a bunch of call makers together and sent them a whole bunch of calls. And these turkey calls actually go to these veterans. They're taking 16 veterans this year that's been wounded in, in uh, you know, combat. So, you know, we try to, we try to reach out different people and you know and give back to the community you know just through the power of social media and also enjoy a sport you know so you know, I, I encourage you know any of you guys we got members from all over the country and they just ain't Mississippi you know to, to join the page and it, it's a lot of fun you know it's a it's a good group it's, it's a ton of information we also try to you know try to help the, the youth that are getting just get started we love seeing the pictures especially of the youth uh, uh, you know, killing turkey and hunting turkeys. You know, that, that, that's what it, that's what the future is all about. So, you know, it's something that we've that's grown tremendously, and that's just, just never, never in my in my wildest dream, I believe, as big as it is. But, but it is, and it's a good thing. You know, keeps keeps me busy a lot, but you know, I enjoy it. So, I, you know, I I'd encourage anybody that's listening, if they're not a member of it, to just look it up. If you're a member on Facebook, if you're a Facebook, just look up Mississippi Turkey Hunters. And, uh, Come, come join the fun. Well, I'll say I'm, I'm a member as well, and I've definitely learned a lot off that page. You know, y'all do have a lot, a great group of guys, you know, from, all, like you said, all around the country. A lot of guys that you, a lot of people would know of, and then also, you know, a lot of the average guys like you and myself uh, that come together and really do have a pretty good basis of knowledge that kind of comes together right there. And, you know, that's awesome what y'all are doing with that, and, uh, you know, look forward for, you know, kind of hearing about how that goes with y'all. And uh, also, you know, hopefully y'all have some really good support uh, behind that and, you know, y'all have a great successful spring. But again, with that being said, Jamie, I appreciate you coming on, man, and I look forward to keeping in touch with you throughout the season, and I hope you have an awesome, awesome opening day tomorrow, okay? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, and, you know, and, and, and God bless all the turkey hunters, and God keep all the turkey hunters safe. Thank you. All right, guys. And next we have Jared Smith from Alabama on the phone. Hey, Jared, how you doing? Hey, bud. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing excellent. All right. Well, Jared, tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, also kind of a little bit about where you hunt in the state of Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in South Louisiana. We didn't have no turkeys over there. We was big duck hunters. And uh, I moved to Alabama in 1986 and just absolutely fell in love with the wild turkey. Uh, love deer, squirrel, rabbit. But it's nothing like that turkey, man. And... Uh, I hunt all central Alabama, mostly management areas, uh, national forest land, uh, private land on the invitation, stuff like that. I uh, hunt a lot of hollers and hardwoods, uh, not a lot of big fields at all. Um, really, that's about, uh, I just hunt local around here. Well, I hear Dave that. County. Now, I was going to say, I hear that. I mean, that's something I definitely relate with you a lot of is, you know, I know you talked to Andrew a little bit, and, uh, you know, my background, too, I, I like to hunt predominantly mostly public land uh, throughout the state of Alabama, and, 
you know, it's, it's definitely a, you know, a little bit more of a challenge, I believe. Uh, also, you know, also not hunting, you know, any kind of big fields or anything like that. You're hunting a lot of these timber birds and they're to me a little bit more shy and everything. And it's definitely a different aspect on a uh, turkey hunting. Man, yes, sir, it is. And uh, I'm so excited. Tomorrow's opening day here and I can't wait. I've been seeing some good sign. Um, seen a lot of scratching in the hardwoods. Um, I think they're they're not hinned up or nothing like that. I, I haven't heard any gobbling within two weeks, the last two weeks. Mm. But I was hearing some, so it's kind of, I don't know what it is with the weather or what, but they're, uh, they're not making no sound right now. But maybe with a little bit more warmer weather, they'll warm up, you know. And, uh, well, I was gonna say. Yeah. With, well, I was gonna say also, you know, with that weather, I know I'm up here right now again in North Carolina, but where you're at right now in Alabama, I know we just had that cold front push through. How did that? Do you think that affected the birds? I mean, I know they kind of. Yeah, I think I think it helped us. Um, I think it gave us a little bit more time. I think they were about ready to explode. <laughs> I think it's kind of calmed them down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And in the next two weeks, I think it timed just perfect for us. You know. Um, I saw two gobblers strutting a while ago, and they had some hens, but I couldn't tell how many. And they were all together, so that fired me up even more for tomorrow. Well, I heard that. I know Andrew, uh, he was able to locate a pretty good bird today uh, while scouting. I he, saw that, yeah. Yeah, so uh, hopefully he's going to be able to get on that bird in the morning, but you know, we'll see. Uh, he's seeing uh, where he's been uh, scouting on some uh, public land. A little bit lack of sign compared to the last couple of years there, and uh, it's an area that you know most of the time the birds kind of move up into that area uh, throughout the season. Like later on the season, the more and more birds will get into that area. So he thinks it's a little too early right now for that spot. But again, you know, you kind of touched a little bit on the weather. I was going to ask you, yeah, a little bit about the weather. Uh, you know how that's affecting the birds, but also, you know, you're seeing some of these birds right now, uh, and you're saying, you know, you think that they're kind of kind of flocked up right now. Is that correct? Yes, sir, they are. They were a while ago. I just now saw them. Um, I saw a lone hen yesterday, and I went back, and there was two strutting right there. And uh, when Friday, there was a, I saw a solo gobble, gobbler I'm sorry, at uh, 11 o'clock. He was by himself. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was looking, or he was just kind of feeding along. He wasn't doing nothing but feeding. So... Um, well, I know the bird that Andrew saw uh, was definitely alone, you know, out there feeding by itself. So that's kind of something we've been kind of, you know, putting together a little bit through everyone we've talked to. You know, some guys are seeing them kind of separated. You know, the gobblers are all kind of together and the hens are kind of separated. And then some guys are seeing them all paired up. And then also some people are just seeing lone birds. So it's kind of different throughout the southeast. But that's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast and doing this uh, program is just to kind of keep people informed throughout each state. And, uh, you know, it's pretty exciting right now you know everybody i know in mississippi and uh alabama is uh set to go in the morning for opening day again we try to record this uh these uh strut reports as close to the release date as possible to keep everything fresh on people's minds and keep everything up to date uh so again today is the 14th and you know hopefully we're gonna have some birds hit the ground in the morning from uh, some of our listeners and we'll be able to get some uh, awesome photos but uh you know it's gonna be I may or may not be able to get out this spring to go get some birds, but uh, hopefully we're going to get some photos from you in the morning the next couple of days of uh, some birds you're going to put down. Man, I'm about to explode. <laughs> I tell you, I'm excited. I can't wait for the morning. I might not go to sleep tonight. Uh, hey, 
Hey, I'm excited about doing this. Y'all do a great job, by the way. And uh, I'm just an old diehard turkey hunter, man. I love it. And it's what I live for right here. I think about it every day. Well, pre- and now it's finally here. I, I hear that. It, it is addicting. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty new to turkey hunting. I've told, you know, multiple different these uh, episodes that, you know, I've only been turkey hunting for about three years now. And, you know, it is addicting. Uh, it is something totally different from deer hunting, squirrel hunting, anything else that you could do. It is by itself something that stands alone and once you try it a couple times and have you know this a little bit success you are hooked uh and that's that's one thing we like to go for takes over your life like i said when i moved here i didn't know nothing about turkey hunting and i had to nobody would hardly take me i mean i had to learn on my own uh, a lot of mistakes man a lot of miles just walking and just learning on my own trying something that wouldn't work now i try this and it worked, you know, I'm like, man, that worked, so I tried it again, and it worked again, and then, you know, um, do something, you make a mistake, and it's, it's kind of hard to find people to take you, you know, a lot of people secretive about turkey hunting, and so I just, was, I was tired of not killing nothing, and not knowing what to do, and I just started trying different things, and man, I got, I'm on pro staff now with two different companies, um, been on a National Wildlife Turkey Federation's website, it's a dream, it's crazy. The journey that uh, I've been on, and it's just, it's just something that uh, I'm very passionate about, buddy. And, um, well, I hear that, and that's one thing I'm glad we're talking to you right now is just because, you know, you are, you know, an average guy like me, my, me and uh, Andrew ourselves, just you know, average guy doing you know big things when it comes to turkey hunting and stuff like that, and you know that's what a lot of guys are looking for is just you know not necessarily these big name individuals that are on tv and this and that but they want yes, to sir. see average guys like themselves be able to go out there and have success and that's exactly what you are so i mean that's yes, awesome we're talking to you and uh Work five days a week and you have weekends to hunt you better make it count you know mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie when you're a weekend warrior you gotta be uh gotta be on your game to make it happen because uh you first of all you're hunting especially if you're hunting public land you're hunting with a lot of pressure on those weekends and yes. second of all you better be quick to it and uh, yes, get to sure. the per- get to the point when you're uh, chasing some of those birds. But uh, I'd like for you to actually give a shout out uh, to your uh, Facebook group you have. I've uh, come to like it a lot since you've uh, you know really started that, and I think it's uh, it's grown pretty fast. And I think a lot of people would get a lot of stuff out of that. Well, Andrew, that means a lot, buddy. Uh, it's called Dixieland Gobble Two. We uh, started the Dixieland Gobble a couple years ago, and um, something happened to the Facebook my Facebook and so I let it go for a little while and by popular demand people asked for it back they kept asking me about it so I started a Dixieland Gobble too and it's a matter of days it's took off and we have a big giveaway coming up people are uh, donating calls and decals and shirts and stuff like that because they they love it you know and um, we'll have a big contest I think we're going to do it when we get 1500 members so people take a look at that and my name on Facebook is Jared James Smith. They're welcome to look at that. And uh, man, this has been a it's been a pleasure. I appreciate y'all uh, talking to me and stuff. Yeah, I appreciate you actually coming on. And again, guys, everyone, especially if you're in the South, you need to check out his uh, page. It is it's awesome. It's it's definitely growing uh, very very steadily, very quickly. And uh, if you're a Southern turkey hunter, I think you'll get a lot of the page, and uh, especially anybody in Alabama. Uh, but again, Jared, uh, appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, look forward to maybe talk to you a little later on this season, seeing how your season's going, and maybe hopefully we can do an update. Uh, if you can put some birds down this year, that'd be awesome, man. 
Andrew, anytime, brother. It was my pleasure. Uh, no problem. You have a great day. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. You too, man. All right, guys, and for our fifth and final uh, caller of the day, we actually have Ed Northy from Florida on the phone right now. How are you doing, Ed? Doing well, sir. Glad to be aboard. All right, appreciate you coming on, man. Now, Ed, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and also about what part of Florida you hunt and also what species of turkeys you chase. Again, uh, name's Ed Northy. I'm a born native Central Floridian. Uh, my background is I'm an I'm a environmental specialist, three, so a field biologist for one of the state departments here. Um, lifelong outdoorsman, uh, fished and hunted my entire life, and kind of got the the, uh, the turkey bug, per se, um, in high school. That was a couple decades ago, and uh, been fortunate enough to uh, been to chase Osceola's my, my entire life. So. Uh, that is uh that's that's our bird here in the central part of the state and um it's a, it's a wonderful species to uh, to target well awesome man so again you are from central florida and you know i know you are in a uh awesome part of the country when you can chase osceolas every year because that's that's that one bird that everybody always kind of it seems the struggle to get uh if they're trying to do their grand slam is just you know being able to either find a piece of public land to go down there and uh, get their tags for that or, you know, do a, uh, outfitted hunt. But I mean, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm currently actually jealous of you, uh, hearing about that. <laughs> Don't be jealous. But, uh, well, with that being said, you know, some of the, uh, activity you were seeing, you know, how are the birds acting right now? Well, they are, um, it, 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 it's heavy, it's heavy breeding right now. So in the terms of, of turkey ecology, you would call them at least mature, gobblers over three years old as hand up um they haven't broke away yet from from brood hens they um they're so they're still cycling some of that leftover flock that has carried over through the winter um they've you know they sort of kicked two-year-olds away but those two-year-olds aren't you don't see a lot of uh, two-year-olds walking without um trailing a flock so they're it's on right now Gobblers are breeding receptive hens. Not every hen is receptive currently, but it's it's happening as we speak. Um, it, it, it's a perfect um, transition into opening weekend here in Central Florida, which which is this weekend. So it, it, they're they're hammering every morning here in um, Volusia County. They uh, they've been vocal even even with this cold weather. I'm sitting outside. It's 50 degrees here, which is just fairly odd for Central Florida this time of year, but. Um, it hasn't it hasn't shut them down much when it was if, if the cold front came in last weekend and, and it blew really hard so there was less vocalization during that cold front but they are um, they've shifted right right back into their pattern okay well perfect and when y'all season open up again again it's this weekend seven the st patty's is, is the opening of um of, of the central florida to north florida phase of, of spring turkey now south florida has already opened and, and they're in their this is, I think, the second weekend of their hunt, but but we're experiencing it now, and it, it's hot. It's, it's great. It's going to be a wonderful weekend. You hear a lot of vocalization. Shouldn't be too windy, so our birds have an opportunity. To, we're really flat. Our terrain is in single to double digits in elevation, so our birds, when they gobble, it carries for a long way. And conversely, that's a problem for some hunters that when they come out of state is, is they're used to their elevation. They're used to 
eastern birds or, or some of the Merriams out west, and, and they overcall. Our, our birds will pick you up on on really the first series of, of, of tree yelps you may do in the morning. That gobbler's heard you. He knows where you're at, and he's going to come find you. So if, if you're heading to Central Florida Flatwoods, just um, go easy on the calling. Just sit back and listen for a while before you start um, before you start cutting or purring or, or even you know tree yelping. Well, that's some great, uh, you know, great tip, and I think you know you're right about that because I know where I hunt in a lot of central part of Alabama. You know, it's a lot of hill country, and like you said, you know, we're used to you know kind of being able to judge pretty well, at least in hill country, of how far birds away from you, uh, just because of the different draws and everything. It won't carry as far, um, but yeah, I could definitely see how that could be a problem for a lot of us guys that you know, quote unquote, back west from uh, where you live. Uh, <laughs> You know how that could We're be. Flatlanders here in Florida, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm not used to being in the flatlands at all, man. But I mean, that's that's really good, man. And another thing, you know, is there any certain food sources that some of these birds are targeting right now? And if so, you know, what would you focus on if you had to pick some of those to kind of find these birds? Um, it's a mixed diet right now. There's there's not a lot of uh, you know, I call it fruit, but so fruit being an ambiguous term to any particular plant species. Um, not a lot of fruit available for them to, to forage on so they're they're scratching on, on forbs whatever sort of uh we have plenty of grass species here in the, in the state so whatever they can scratch for for forbs but um also they're already they're targeting insects you know florida we're already transitioning in any number of insect population so there's a lot of larval stages of any number of, of insect that, that they're already hammering um, we don't have much mass crop currently um, but it's just a, it's just browsing on, on, on ground or whatever pressure that they can they can get at their um, at that level. Okay. Now, also, will you be able to get out this uh, this weekend for opening day? Absolutely. And something interesting for me, I, I usually I'm fairly fortunate to be able to hunt some private land, and this year I'll actually be a public land hunter for uh, for opening weekend. I was successful with a. a here in the state of Florida, we have a quota system. Uh, they were successful with uh, one of the quota tags here on a very limited hunt. So um, I will be spending the weekend in the public woods. Excited. Awesome, man. I'm uh, excited to hear that, you know, joining the uh, Brotherhood of the Public Land Hunters. That's uh, Absolutely. myself. That's kind of a little bit of my background. I hunt a lot of public land, and it's always good to hear other guys taking, uh, you know, taking that to their full extent and be able to try to do that because, first of all, I think – Public land is a awesome opportunity that uh, a lot of people don't take care of and uh, don't really look forward to using. And, uh, you know, that's something we like to try to talk to a lot of listeners about. So, I mean, that's awesome you're out there be able to chase some uh, public land Osceolas. And definitely we need, yeah. we'll definitely check back up with you and uh, see how that goes for you, man. That would be awesome. Sounds great. Look forward to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, you know, Florida has Florida has a lot of hunters, and we, and we don't have a lot of woods. So, so our birds do get pressured and um and any opportunity on a limited hunt um, look forward to it well, i believe it all right man with th- with that being said i appreciate you coming on ed and uh look forward to maybe talk to you a little bit later and see how your season progresses okay absolutely sir thank you for the phone call i appreciate it all right guys and that's a wrap for the third episode of the strut report hope y'all enjoyed it definitely had a blast uh talking to all these guys and definitely learned a lot from them. and i wish everybody luck this weekend uh in mississippi alabama and uh north central florida uh for the opening weekend hope i all have a blast y'all can put some birds down and actually just keep us informed guys you know any of the listeners out there uh, if y'all have a great time this weekend or something like that and you know have a look success let us know send us some photos and stuff that'd be awesome uh, we'd love to see some of y'all's success photos and what's working for y'all 
And again, let's uh, pay attention also for our episode will be dropping Monday. And also make sure everyone, all y'all go out there and like and follow us on Facebook and get entered for the drawing that we're having for this uh, elite membership with Onyx for our next giveaway. Again, we will have that uh, person picked, that winner picked this Saturday, and we will be announcing it come this next uh, podcast that we're dropping on Monday. So listen to our next episode for the winner of that uh, drawing. And again, guys, y'all stay safe and have fun this weekend. Look, last summer, y'all heard us talk a bunch about the Mobile Hunters Expo. It was an incredible event. A bunch of you guys came out to meet us. We got to talk to, I don't even know how many listeners. If you heard all that last year and you were like, dang, that sounded cool. I should have went to that. Here's your chance. You need to make it to this one. It's June 28th through June 30th in Dalton, Georgia. All right. Giving you a heads up here. So go ahead and mark it on your calendar. June 28th through June 30th, Dalton, Georgia is going to be the 2024 Mobile Hunters Expo. We're going to be there. A bunch of our past podcast guests are going to be there. There's going to be seminars. All of the mobile hunting companies are going to be there for you to try out gear before you buy it. It's like the one event of the year where all of the the like the mobile hunter ecosystem just kind of congregates in one place. And Chris and Josh and the guys have done an absolutely phenomenal job putting this thing together over the last couple years. And it keeps getting better every year. So like I said, make sure you come see us. We're going to have a gigantic stack of free stickers to give away to every listener that stops by the booth. And we're going to have merch there to purchase. We're going to be recording podcasts, shooting videos, all kinds of stuff. So like I said, don't miss it. You can head on over to the mobilehuntersexpo.com to look at show schedules and dates and go ahead and grab your tickets. So y'all go check it out at the mobilehuntersexpo.com.